The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, except they have everything to do with life because they make you smile, and that's some of the best stuff in life. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think, we hope, before this introduction is over, life lessons for our faith that we can actually use if we decide to be doers and not just hearers of the word. That way we get off our blessed assurance and get to work and do the things for the kingdom. Remember, occupy until I come is what Jesus said. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? Let's see, what is it, the 28th of the week from today? Okay, I'll let you know in a week, okay? Also, Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. To the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly tug. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. And we've proven that for three years. That's pretty good right there. Uh, we have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. And we've proven that for three years, too. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about that thing. Living life as a Christian. You know, when you drive five hours to Houston, okay, then you get together with your in-laws, and then that next day they drive us four hours somewhere else to meet other family members, and then you come back to their place, and the next day you drive home five hours. You know, how do you handle that? <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Hey, if you've got an, opon- an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you've got something you want to share, something that the Lord has been showing you, teaching you, directing you in, maybe you have a praise report or a prayer request, maybe you got something you just want to share, not an opportunity just to convetch. we, we, we got a lot of people that convetch all the time. Then don't do that, okay? Listen, complaining, there's an old, old Jewish proverb. The Lord lets those that complain live the longest so they can be the most miserable. Here's the bottom line. Don't, it's not about complaining. It's about knowing where your faith works within the framework of your walk and understanding how to insert it and how to be connected to it and making sure that your walk is not something that's just theoretical and in the air, but it's practical, it's honest, it's earnest, and it's continual. We would ask you to give us a holler at 972-445-0770. So when you call that number, 972-445-0770, I'm just telling you now, the ground will not open up. There would be nothing that unique, really, that I'm aware of. There's nothing special going on. There's nothing afoot at the Circle K. It's not happening. 
But if you call 972-445-0770, you'll get to talk to Captain Chris, and then you will be... Strange things are happening. <laughs> Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. Uh, you can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. 214-210-8483. You can also email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That hasn't changed yet. David at hemustincrease.org. David at hemustincrease.org. Dot org. So that's a couple things you can do there. I'm going to be sending you towards the website. So before I send you towards the website, a couple things I want to remind you of. Uh, your host can use a little bit of energy in the kingdom of God. And in Colossians, it says that God fills us with his energy. It's actually the Greek word for energy. And because uh, I'm a little tired. I'm just telling him a little tired, just a long drive and uh, it was great to see family. I'll talk about that later. Uh, but Levi had a really hard time on the way home, a little heavy breathing and stuff. And I think he's just not really geared for long trips anymore. So we want to be careful about that. Uh, I also need prayer because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going towards the finish. I got two more classes and then I do my, my defense and I don't want to be letting up on the gas, so to speak. I want to really be committed all the way to the end, being diligent to the very end. So I can use prayer for that. I mean, I, I think it's better to ask people, to, hey, yeah, we, we, we will pray for you and combine our faith and have the Lord help us through that process. Last thing to tell you is on the website, you can put a prayer request, you can put a praise report, plus there is a place to give. We think that's really important because we like doing what we've been doing for three years. Thank you very much. So please check it all out. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemostincrease.org. Praise report? Hemostincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemostincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemostincrease.org. Hemostincrease.org. It's, so, it's so short. Okay. We have somebody calling in. It's, it's smart to call in early, and I'll tell you why. Because then you get the advantage of asking and doing things like that and before I go into jokes and stuff. So, I mean, that's really wise, uh, I think. Okay, here we go. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hi, David. My name is Marshall, a long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, thank you for listening uh, to the show. I appreciate that, Marshall. It's very nice of you. Yeah. Well, let me just blather this out, and then I'll, I'll shut up, and, and please please do respond to it. Um, my uh, 31-year-old son uh, got cancer, and uh, it was malignant. And uh, uh, I, of course, uh, really uh, doubled up on prayers. You can't help it if it's somebody that you love. You just, you're, you're concerned. And then something came to me, and that was I, I, I wondered if I had enough faith. Now, I'm, I'm a devout, deep believer, Christian. Uh, nevertheless, <clears throat> I questioned, do I have enough faith? And then I started thinking, well, I have at least as and so forth, but I, I started praying for more faith and doing a little bit more uh, research in the Bible and, and realized that, that the more faith that I have, uh, I, I, I connect it to a window, like opening a window. The wider that window of faith is, the more he is allowed to come in, the more I allow him to come in and bless me and answer my prayers and, and uh, 
the, the more he can do, but he lets me open that window. And so I started praying for more faith. And lo and behold, the concern, the worry, it all went away. And the last scans that my son got done, he's clean as a whistle. And so I wanted you to respond to that and let people know that they can pray for more faith, that he will deliver. And, and it's through that faith that he works. Yep, exactly. So I'll, exactly. I'll shut up now. Oh, Thanks great, great, great testimony. What a wonderful, what a fantastic way to kick off the, the three years. Like, come on, that's only God could have coordinated that. That's all I'm going to say. So, first of all, what he did was he recognized, hey, I don't know if I have enough faith. And that's a real issue because sometimes what we do is when you become a Christian, you've been a Christian for a little bit, you it's, don't don't be offended at this, but you get a little sarcastic. You get a little uh, what's the uh, you get a little um, irritable, like well, it didn't happen this way. Da, da, da. So you kind of get uh, you know that that critical spirit going. And exactly what he said about praying for more faith. First of all, the place that you go to faith is it is initially the Lord. Okay, and then we also know the scripture that says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you know that the abundance of the word of God in your system helps with that faith, but that faith is a gift from Jesus. Before you guys forget that, Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 says that faith, even the faith that you have is still a gift from the Lord. And there is, not only is there nothing wrong, but there's everything right with saying, I want more faith. I need to I need to open this window up and let more faith come pushing in. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, it says without faith it's impossible to please him for those who come to God must believe that he is and a rewarder of those who seek him. So it just makes sense to want more faith so that you can be more pleasing to the Lord. And if you just look at the scriptures, you can see Jesus in in virtually every teaching that there is something needed for for the miracle element. There is a component of faith to it in, in almost all of them where it's like, hey, you got to have faith. You got to believe. You got to not live in the fear. And what I love about that and what I was going to say, but I the Lord, you know, the Lord Tom Marshall before, I, I heard a chance to hear the story, but he was wondering, gee, is it him? Is there something wrong with him? And it's like, it's not that it's him and that it's not happening because of him. It's he's recognizing through the power of the Holy Spirit, I need you to work in partnership with me. I can do this, but I want to teach you and show you that if you open that window wide and let faith come pushing through, it's kind of like the wind. Okay. In our house, you open one window, you can only open it like four inches. Okay. Because if you open it more, okay, but that's like faith. And if you open that up more, what comes in? More wind, more faith. So you participate in partnership with God. Remember, everything God does is in partnership with us, right? He doesn't need us. He loves us. And because he loves us, he engages with us and connects to us. And what he did was he offered up and said, Lord, give me more faith. Opened up the window. More faith came in. He learning more of the Lord and standing more firm in his faith is seeing the results of faith. Now, with man, this is impossible. But with God, nothing is impossible. So before you're all like, you know, it's here, ask God, I need help. Open up my heart and my mind so that I have faith in you. Pour your Holy Spirit in me. Let the word work. Let me trust in the, in the redeeming work of Jesus Christ. Father, grant me that gift of faith and let it 
impact your situations and your scenarios. And then you get to share testimonies. You see how cool that is? Come on. That's so cool. Great, great first call. Excellent job. All right, folks, we'll take a break, and then you're coming back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs, where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. What is the David Spoon Experience? Prayer request? HeMustIncrease.org Praise report? HeMustIncrease.org Looking to give to this ministry? HeMustIncrease.org Confused by what's happening right now? HeMustIncrease.org HeMustIncrease.org That is great! You see, now that, you cannot, I mean, that's compared to a spring and a bouncy thing. So you jumped off the, the dock and then blew up. Right? See how I can. That one was really good. Okay. Uh... Oh, relax. Uh, history. Let's do history real quickly. Let's go All right. Uh, I don't know how to do this one. You know how yesterday we didn't have the best one? Right? Okay. First of all, it's National Battery Day. Okay, well, that's oh, fine. I love batteries. You love batteries? I mean, so great. <laughs> I just, I don't even know. I don't even know how to comment to that. I love batteries. They're so great. Which one? The silver ones? The gold ones? Which oh, ones? Oh, I mean, I don't know if I could pick a favorite. I don't know. And then also, uh, it's uh, <laughs> Thumb Appreciation Day. I love having thumbs. <laughs> Uh, what do you like more, batteries or thumbs? Oof, tough call. Okay. Amazing grace. How sweet Welcome back 
share that David Spoon experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas, where apparently we have a fun day Monday going on. That's kind of what I'm getting from this whole thing. That play, uh, that fill from from uh, Chris, that's just the, I love having thumbs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, here's your first trivia. I love having thumbs. <laughs> it's just like, what a lot. Well, I do. <laughs> Okay, according to the book of Numbers, what did the donkey of Balaam the prophet see? Remember the donkey was talking to talking to, to Balaam? What did he see, though? There was something he saw, according to Numbers, the book, uh, book of Numbers. What did the donkey of Balaam the prophet see? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us by calling 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483, and you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. We will do our DNA because it is important. Trivia question, though, what did the donkey see? What did the donkey, what did he see? Okay, because he saw something and was like, <laughs> and then started talking like Curly from the Three Stooges or something. Here's our DNA. D, draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. Every day. So explain this to John. Every day that ends with Y. <laughs> He's like, okay, I get it. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words as the world will try to make you ashamed. Don't pay attention to those people. And then I don't mean that's rude, rude, but they don't have a heaven to put you in. you got to be kidding. And then A, always be ready to serve, to serve, which means that you are sensitive to the Lord first. And then you are also aware of other people that you might be a vessel or a vehicle of his blessing. And that way the whole focus isn't just on ourselves, which is the biggest difficulty I think that we have in Christianity is we tend to forget that while there is the universe of our lives, and it is valid, there are other people with their little universes, and all of those are surrendered to God's universe. So it might be just wise to be aware would be the way we would go with it. All right, is somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Okay, I'm leaning. I'm leaning. This is David. Who am I talking to? Hey, David. It's Samson. Hey, Samson. How are you? Good. How was your week in Houston? I, I can't tell you till the next segment in the show because I have all to. Right. I have to talk all about right. it. That's all right. Yeah, because because there's, okay, so there's up and down. Regarding your question, yeah, regarding the donkey saw Joe Biden. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not the, a political program. That's sorry, right. Sorry, it's not sorry. a political. <laughs> what did the donkey? <laughs> nice squeeze. What did oh, okay. the? <laughs> Okay, what All right, the... the spiritual biblical answer is <laughs> the donkey saw an angel with a uh, naked sword. Yeah, so so now you think of this and you think, I always think of this. So the donkey's going down the road. He sees an angel with a sword. Balaam doesn't see it, okay? So not only can the donkey talk, okay, but the donkey has better eyesight, <laughs> which is like, yeah. wait a second. <laughs> not only can he talk. Which is amazing. Forget that. That's amazing. But he can also see, like, really well into the spiritual realm. I wonder what happened where the donkey goes, I see all the spiritual things that are happening. I wonder what he thought was the poor donkey. It's like, I, I ain't maybe, going there. I'm maybe not going that's there. why the Shrek was inspired by that <laughs> uh, Balaam's donkey. <laughs>
<laughs> You're killing me. Good job, brother. Good. <laughs> Excellent job. You know I love you. Great, great job. Well, I love you, too. Uh, hey, hey, could you pray for my extended family that God will just keep doing what he's doing behind the scene? And I believe that one day they'll be here with us. Yes, absolutely. Let's pray all together because we need to pray for all of our families and stuff. Let's do that real sure. quickly. Father, we come before you right now. We're, we get concerned for our family because, Lord, their hearts sometimes are hard and the decision-making doesn't go the way that we think it should go or we hope it goes. But you know what, Lord? We're doing our best to present and to plant seeds, but, Lord, only you bring about the salvation, and we ask you that you would gift these people, our family members, people who don't know you, that they may know you, that they may know the joy of you, not to know of you, but to know you personally, move them from a knowledge of to the knowledge in so that they can experience eternal life and glimpses of that even now here on earth. We pray for their wellness, their spiritual salvation, their physical and their mental and their emotional wellness, and we ask you to touch them and let them know that touch is from you. We pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen and amen. Amen, brother. All right, well, blessings to you, and uh, you and your family are in my prayer. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. All right. right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, we are going to get this teaching in because I just want to at least do this first segment because this is, I mean, wowzer. Let me just say, wowzer. Just let me get there, okay? First Peter, we're in uh, chapter 1 still. Now, keep in mind, I could be here for a really long time. But that's okay. First Peter, chapter 1. And what we're doing is we're looking at verse 18. And this is like the one of the most important elements. I can't remember if it's 18 or 19. No, it's 18. And it says this. For you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver or gold, that you were redeemed from the empty way of life you inherited from your forefathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or spot. You read that and you go, that's a lot of words. And it's like, yeah, it is a lot of words, but what it says is one of the more profound things that we need to operate in as Bible-believing, born-again Christians. And again, I don't care if you're Baptist, I don't care if you're Pentecostal, I don't care if you're Church of Christ, I don't care, I don't care, I care. I care that you have your heavenly Father, you're redeemed by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, you drink from the same Holy Spirit. If that's the case, you are my brother and or sister, You are. we are companions in the Lord, Right? What happens to a lot of Christians a lot of times is they think because things are tough or something else that their value is less. This is not a new thing. It's an old thing. It's been going on for a while. But what happens is when you don't have an answer to prayer or you have a breakup in a relationship or something happens where somebody identifies you on a less than scale, and it could be it could be relationally spouse, it could be family, it could be mom, dad, brothers, sisters, it could be any of that, okay? That there is a, in many Christians, there's this thought like, you know, I I. I thought I was more valuable. I thought I was worth more. And the scripture goes to great lengths to explain to you and I that there is not a redemption possible for you and for me from silver and gold, which is the highest value of man. In in the, the, the premise of that is 
The silver and gold represent these high values of human understanding. But the scripture makes it clear that you could not be purchased with anything less than the blood of Jesus Christ. And that your value in God is defined by what he paid for you. The blood of Christ. So the next time Satan comes, you know, bouncing along and, ah, you're not worthy. You're not worth anything. It's like, well, apparently God thinks I am because he thinks I'm worth the blood of Jesus Christ. Well, what's that value? It surpasses any human level of understanding in regards to value or in in regards to uh, a, a reward system and anything we've ever come up with. The blood of Jesus is the great, precious value in the mind of God. That's what he paid for me. That's what he paid for you. And when the enemy comes or your family says it or anybody says anybody says that you're not of value, you're of lower value, it's like, wait a second. If God's opinion of me is I'm worth the blood of Jesus, then everybody else's opinion can go take a long walk off a short pier. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? It's like, that doesn't matter. Because God's opinion is better and more accurate and more true. And when you have friends or family or anybody else, you just, I mean, just look at this passage. For you know that it was not with perishable things. That's a, that's a, a big key there because silver and gold will not last forever. Perishable things like silver and gold that you were dre- redeemed from your empty way of life, you inherited from your forefathers. But with the precious blood of Christ, a lamb without blemish or spot, perfect in sacrifice, that's what you're worth. And so we, in our country and in our society, we have, uh, I like the way that uh, a couple of preachers used to say it, that we have a, 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 a disease of this worthlessness that we have. And it's like, that's such a lie. I mean, remember, Satan's been lying from the garden, so I'm not sure why anybody thinks any of that stuff should surprise anybody. He's been lying from the first engagement with mankind, and the Pretty sure he's just never stopped. <laughs> just, he's still doing the same thing to all of us. And he lies all the time. He's the father of lies. I think that's the, the big title we need to start to remember. And the truth says what? Your value is so high, it is the highest value that God can put on something. That's what he paid for you. Now answer the question, what are you worth? Now go back and say, well, wait a minute. According to God, I'm worth the blood of Jesus Christ. Not too shabby. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Not too shabby. You know, might not get you a Rolls Royce, but it'll get you into eternity. That's pretty good. Yeah, get it? All right, we'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon Experience? 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's been my privilege in my past. I've been a Christian for a short time, only about 40 years. But when I was in my first year, I had a chance to meet James Robeson, who had a chance to pray for my brother and myself. Uh, Very helpful at a very needful time as we were fighting our way out of a Christian cult. And uh, he prayed for clarity. And uh, it was just a pastor's gathering in Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, I have the privilege again of interviewing one of what what I consider to be one of the great men of God who are still with us on this planet. And I just want to give a wholehearted welcome and open door and open heart to James Robeson. Uh, thank you, sir, for being a part of our show and a part of our audience. Well, David, it's a pleasure to join with you, and I'm grateful that praying together was uh, meaningful to you and a, a very important part and, and point in your life. So just joy to be with you and your listeners. Now, David, can I just download what I believe is the heart of our Heavenly Father to your listeners for a few minutes? Yes, please, by all means. When I spoke to the leaders before the election, and I talked about the need, this is in Washington, there were nearly 2,000 pastors and church leaders there. And I said, I'm telling you, there are people right now who are being captivated by the Jesus they see in some of our lives. And I said, listen to me. We have a fatherless nation, desperately in need of a father. If we, as believers, as Christians, who have the perfect father, if we would show people clearly what the family of the perfect father looks like, I believe the fatherless would run to the father and the father's house. And I believe that. I said that to the president of the United States. I said, sir, your children say you're a good father. Eric Trump happened to be sitting by me when I first said that. Eric said, he's a great father. I said, well, he may be, but that doesn't mean he's flawless. I do believe that we need a father, and I believe we can pray and God can raise up people that have a father's heart. And so I began to emphasize the church revealing what the father's like. Now, listen to me. We as believers comprise the body of Christ, the body of born-again, baptized into Christ believers who are born from above. We have a perfect Heavenly Father who reveals His will. He's not willing that any should perish. He said, you call on me, and I'll heal your land. Now listen to me. Christian believers, we're not looking for a champion. We've got one. He's the only one that rides the white horse. We're not looking for a king. We have a king. The king of kings, the Lord of lords, that's Jesus. He holds kings in his hand. Our king, our shepherd, our father said, come to me as my family, and you ask me to heal your land in desperate need of healing. You come in humility. You come knowing I'm the only one that can heal, and I can use imperfect vessels to accomplish my perfect will. I always have. I always will. 